Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and you've guessed it, this is where we talk about money. And it is my mission to empower you, to help you make the best financial decisions possible. Why? Because money is a tool, life is for living. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Conversation of Money podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. We are already in December, can you believe it? And I'm personally looking forward to dining tours over Christmas and New Year's and actually getting away a little bit. I'm going away again this year for Christmas and New Year's. Hopefully we don't have any travel restrictions introduced because obviously the Omicron uh, variant. And we'll talk a little bit about that in this episode. But before we begin, I do have a bit of a confession to make because I had a little bit of a faux pas and a realization last week that last week was the 100th episode of this podcast. Um, and it's weird that I didn't really acknowledge or realize this until I started to look at the episode numbers from last year. So many of you will know last year when I started this podcast, the goal was to do one episode a week. And that for me was to hopefully build a little bit of momentum and consistency. Last year though, we actually did 54 episodes. So when last week's episode turns out to be number 46, that takes us to 100. So this episode right now is episode 101. We've reached the century and I just want to take a minute just to say thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast, everyone who's been here from the start and has been religiously listening to this week in, week out. It's funny, over Instagram this past week, I received a lot of uh, lovely messages from people. I don't know whether Spotify is doing this as a, as a thing, um, but it ranks your most listened to podcasts of the year. And I received so many of these. Just, and the, the, the crazy thing is, I'm in really good company as well. I mean, some of the podcasts that I'm, that, that I'm in categories with that, are, that form people's top five are absolutely amazing. So I just want to say thank you. And in doing so, I have a bit of a giveaway, which I will announce at the end of the episode. So stay tuned. But what I want to talk about today is essentially the state of the market right now and something that I've started to realize become a, a theme in the narrative and theme in maybe some of the, uh, the language that I'm hearing out there right now. And Look, I love that everybody's talking about investing. I love that everybody's kind of, you know, paying attention to that. And I'm part of the voices that bring this message to the market. However, there are always gaps and I want to fill one big gap this today because I think it's really, really important. And that is this notion of buying the dip. So on the third, which was on Friday, I posted uh, something onto Instagram and it was essentially a screenshot of DocuSign. So if you've been following DocuSign, you would have realized that on Friday, their share price took a $100 dump in one day. I'm going to say that again. It took a $100 dump in one day. The share price went from $234 to what it is right now as I'm recording this on Sunday evening at $135. Huge dip. And as a result of that, Kathy Woods and some of the other investment fund managers out there basically took a bit of slack because they have money in these stocks. And the questions are being asked now, particularly with Kathy Woods, is she really this prolific uh, fund manager, this prolific investor that people should be plowing money into. We've seen that her ARK ETFs have seen huge outflows over the last three months because her, her performance has really suffered this year. 
But when I posted this, one of my uh, comments on the stories was, please don't buy a fallen knife. Now, messages that I got off the back of that in my DMs was, well, Pete, is this a good time to buy the dip? And that's what I want to address today. There are instances when buying the dip is the stupidest thing you could do. And I want to give you three instances where this notion, this idea, I don't know, philosophy of buying the dip is dangerous to you and it is pure insanity and just pure stupidity. And I'm going to be really, really upfront with you guys and be really, really honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat this in any way, shape or form. I speak about this a lot. And I think that for me, my goal is to help people be safe when investing money. So what is the first instance when this idea, this philosophy of buying the dip is just pure and utter lunacy? Well, it's utter lunacy if you're buying the dip without having vetted your shopping list. Now, what I mean by that is it is absolutely irresponsible of you to go and buy the dip if you don't know the company that you're buying and you have not researched that company thoroughly. Now, I talk about research a lot and people often like, well, how do you actually research? And I, I answer this question all the time in Q&As. If you are buying individual stocks, this won't apply if you're investing in ETFs and things like funds because you're going to get that investment diversification and that risk management. If you are buying individual stocks on Trading212, on Free Trade, on Stake, on uh, Orca, on eToro, or a number of other apps that are out there, and that is purely your strategy to go and pick individual companies because you feel that it's sexy. If you are buying these companies without having fully vetted, researched that company, it is lunacy. And the reason why I say that is you don't want to buy a falling knife. Just because a price is down doesn't mean that it's a good buy. I'm going to say that again. Just because a price is down does not mean that it is a good buy. So many people are going to be looking at, you know, DocuSign because I've just mentioned that the stock price is down over, well, about $100, $99. That isn't an indication for you to buy if you know nothing about DocuSign. You don't know anything about the reason as to why their share price has fallen up to $100 in one day, in literally one afternoon. If you don't understand the history of the company, what they do, their marketplace, their competitors, what strategic advantage they have over their competitors, if they have any at all, you know, just the management team and what their vision, their goals, their mission is, or their plans, fundamental plans are. If you don't know how to have a look at how the companies run from a financials account point of view, to be able to look at their financial accounts to see, are they in a good place from a profit and loss point of view, from a balance sheet point of view? Are they in a good place? If they're not in a good place, why are they not in a good place? Can, do you understand those dynamics? If everything I've just mentioned there is complete and utter alien to you, it's just go, gone straight over your head, then you definitely should not be buying the dip on an individual stock basis. The second instance when buying the dip is just stupid is if you don't understand the climate fully. And what I mean by that is if you don't understand what's going on in the stock market at any given time. I say this a lot of the time, right? And I, I, I cover this a little bit in my course. And I don't talk about my course enough because I don't want to sell to people. I don't want to feel as though people who listen to the podcast or watch me on YouTube are being sold to. 
But one of the fundamental things that you have to have when you go in is a basic understanding of how the markets work and a basic understanding of how those market conditions can basically hinder or help you get to your investment goal. We started this podcast this, this year talking about goals. We started the YouTube this year talking about goals. What is your investment goal? What are you doing this for? Why are you investing? Over what period of time are you investing? Those things will inform how you invest, whether individual stocks indeed is the right thing for you to do, or whether you should be buying index funds, ETFs, or God forbid, you just palm it off to someone to actually manage on your behalf, albeit you are going to be paying fees. And I know that that is a pop, that, well, I would say popular, unpopular narrative, given where we are at the moment on social media. It's all about low cost. And I, I, I don't necessarily believe that 100% of the time. But what I mean by the, by this idea of not understanding the climate fully is, do you understand the factors that could potentially mean that the stock that you're going to go buy on a dip isn't going to be further impacted by economic factors, geographical factors, political factors? How do you know? Factors that you have no control over. And that's the reality of investing everybody, right? We don't have any control over so many factors. So if you don't understand the climate, so for example, Omicron, how is that going to impact companies right now? If you're paying attention to companies like AIG, right? Travel companies, their stocks are down. Do you understand why? It's very easy to highlight, well, travel restrictions is bad for business. Further restrictions on, you know, COVID vaccinations and the requirements for PCR tests may be bad for people. Brexit may be bad for people looking to travel. Do you understand the nuances of all of those things? Because anyone who may be looking at making a quick buck, and, I, and I'll talk about the psychology in a moment, but anybody who's looking at these kind of you know, scenarios right now, where you're looking at you know, a potentially a stock being £100 down or the markets being 3 or 4 5% down at this point in time or any, any stock individually, and thinking that's an opportune time without further research and understanding of the climate that we find ourselves in, you're going to open yourself up for a world of hurt. And I just need to go back in my thinking very, very quickly. Last year, last year, just last year, everyone was talking about Nikola, the electric truck company. It was the, the brightest EV stock that you could buy 12 months ago. I remember speaking about this because people were asking me, Nikola, 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 Nikola. And I said, I would not buy the stock because I don't believe that they are a viable business just yet because they're talking about this truck that they're going to produce. The valuations are crazy, but they haven't actually sold anything. You fast forward to today and their CEO is being done for fraud because it turns out a lot of the stuff that they marketed and put out to get people to invest on hype was false. You have to do your research. You have to be really informed about the climate that you find yourself in when you're parting with your money to invest in a stock. And underlying all of this is the simple question and premise. Well, two questions, actually. What are you doing this for? What's your goal? What is this all about? And how long are you looking to invest for? People underestimate the importance of time in their investment journey. The simple 
rule is this. The longer you have to invest, the more risk you can afford to take. The shorter the time you're investing for, the less risk you can afford to take. It is very, very simple. And that should be taken into consideration, especially if you're buying individual stocks. The third reason or instance when just buying the dip is just utter lunacy is if you're doing it because of the things that you're seeing on social media, the things that you're seeing on YouTube, the things that you're seeing in t on TikTok, or just because, you know, your mate down the pub says it's cool and they, they've, they've got in and they're making a lot of money. Guess what, guys? Everybody makes a lot of money holding a stock at one point in time. If you don't know how to take profits, you don't have a strategy to take profits. I had a coaching call last week. Client, 20 grand up on one individual stock. Never took any profits at all. Back down to where he was before. Now, luckily, he's not lost any money, but he was £20,000 up at one point. He left it in there, didn't have a strategy, and he's now back to his original investment amount, luckily. Why? Because these stocks often will go on a bull run. And sometimes some stocks just aren't sexy anymore. And then you're going to see that fall in value. Unless you've bought it for the long term, you're left having to be patient with what you've bought, which is founded in your goal, the research, your conviction about a company. Simply going down the pub and buying something because your friend down the pub or someone on social media says it's a good stock to buy is not good enough in this day and age. So three things right there. I'm going to recap. It is absolute lunacy if you're buying stocks in the dip without vetting your shopping list. I don't care whether it's two companies, three companies, four companies, five companies that you're buying. If you've not done the vetting, the research, really understanding what they basically do as a company and how they solve problems for their consumers and what strategic advantage they might have over their competition, you haven't analyzed their competition, then you should not be buying a dip. The second instance, not understanding the climate around you fully. There are so many things that we do not control when it comes to investing. You've got to be happy with that. We can understand some of them and at least try and get an understanding of why. If this happens, this is how the stock is likely going to react. This is what could mean that the stock that I bought in today at X amount of price might go down by 20 or 30%. You then have to ask yourself whether you're okay that if that scenario were to play out, you're happy to hold a loss of 20 to 30% for a period of time. If 20 and 30% sounds a little too rich for you, then you're investing in the wrong places and you probably should not be investing in individual stocks. ETS index funds are probably where you need to be, where you're going to see less volatility. The third and the final one that I've mentioned is investing just because of the hype that you're seeing on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, or wherever else it is on social media, because an influencer says so, because a mate says so, because a guy down the pub talking about how much money he's made. If you don't know how to take profits, you don't have a plan to take profits, it makes no difference what they've made. 
You can be up one minute, down the next. That's the nature of the stock market. And this is exacerbated even more when you talk about the context of investing in crypto, because we know that it's so, so volatile. Bitcoin is a prime example right now. There were talks of Bitcoin hitting £100,000 at the end of this year. I talked about the fact that it could get to 60, 65,000 because of the ETFs, the, BT, the Bitcoin ETFs that were rolling out. We did see 65, $66,000 a, a coin. 100,000 seems way off right now because we're now seeing Bitcoin sub 50,000. Please don't buy into investments, cryptos, stocks for the hype of it. You have to understand what you're doing. And I hope this episode has in some way helped you maybe just sense check yourself, step back, think about it, let it marinate, contemplate it for a little bit, just for a second, maybe two. If you really want to do yourself a service, take yourself, sit yourself down for 10 to 15 minutes and really think about it. Can you afford to lose 20, 30% of what you invest? Let alone 50, 60, if things get really, really bad. By the way, we're still not out of the woods when it comes to inflation and the issues there. Interest rates have not yet gone up here in the UK. They will be going up soon. Is that priced into the market? We don't know just yet. Possibly. We don't know. But how is the market going to react? Possibly negatively. I say possibly because we don't know. But are you prepared for all of this? Really important questions that you need to ask yourself. This is not a casino. This is not gambling. This should be done methodically. It should be thought through. There needs to be risk analysis, risk assessment built into your plan when you're investing. And if you don't have a plan, you need to get a plan. And that starts with your goal. Why are you investing? What is this all about? How long are you investing for? The longer you are investing for means that you can take more risk. If you're investing for a shorter period of time, then you can afford to take less risk. Maybe no risk at all, especially if you're investing for one to two years. The risk is too high. All I want to do in this episode is sense check people and hopefully save people buying falling knives and cutting yourselves even more and hurting yourselves even more. But with that said, let's get on to the prize giveaway. So as I mentioned at the top, it is episode 101 this week. It was 100 last week. And so I thought we're heading into December right now and Christmas is literally just around the corner. So what I will be doing is I'll be giving away a hundred pound Amazon gift card to one lucky listener of this podcast. All you need to do to enter is message me on Instagram. So that send me a direct message on Instagram and you need to put in the first line of the message, Christmas 21 and just say hello or whatever it is. And what I will do is next Monday, I will announce the winner. So through the week, I'll leave it until about maybe Saturday or so, Sunday, so that everybody has a chance to message in. I will write down all the names and I will randomly select one person who I will announce on the show next Monday and I will forward you or send you a hundred pound Amazon gift card. If there is another gift card that you would prefer, then feel free to suggest that as well if you win and I can convert either the Amazon 
into another gift card of your choice. But like I said at the top, I'm really appreciative for every single one of you who listen to this podcast. I mean, I feel like a real podcaster. A century is a big, big milestone. And January is going to be the third year of YouTube, third year of the podcast. And it's been a journey so far. It really, really has. The podcast has grown way beyond my my wildest dreams. We've I've smashed the target that I had in my head in terms of overall downloads. I actually upped the target midway through the year because we smashed the not the target back in April. And I'm I'm happy to say that we've I think we've actually smashed the 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 increased target that we actually had. So next year it's all about taking it to the next level and really trying to amplify what we're doing here and amplify the message. And I thank every single one of you for doing your part in sharing these episodes and you know following me and paying attention. Your attention really is worth everything. And I, I, I hope that by listening to the podcast every single week, you found value in exchange for the attention that you have given me. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this. We are in December. I look forward to announcing a winner of the gift card next Monday. But remember, money's a tool, life is for living. Have an amazing week. I'll catch you next Monday. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.